Yo, soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all do. So free yourself for safe space for your concerns. We got things to learn, habits to unlearn. Always deconstructing and reconstructing. Can you see the beauty that's in destruction? If there's an end, the new beginning's coming. Nothing yeah. comes easy, does yo, it? You yo, gotta really want Soft words and harsh truths. Oh, I think I'm good. You got issues, I got issues, we all do. Hello, and welcome to Unhinged While Anchored. I am your host, Goddess. And joining me today is my friend, Aries Supreme. Aries, how are you doing this evening? Doing all right. Doing all right so far. Uh, day <laughs> off, so I'm enjoying it. Yes. Yeah, so I want to be honest with my listeners that this is our first meeting. Our interaction has strictly been over TikTok. Mm-hmm. And it is actually a exciting for me to get to talk to you because you went in a totally different spiritual direction than me and that excites me it's not my path so a lot of the messages i know are not for me you know i i am not here on that mission but The way that you are teaching is very interesting to me because it's very, it's almost childlike, but still from a throne of authority. And it's, it's really fascinating to watch. So can you give me the day you woke up? Yeah, that was funny enough. I actually dreamt about the day many, many years before it happened. Uh, my mom's holding my nephew and in an ominous way. She says, December 4th is the end of everything. And I was always so worried about this date. And then I realized it was like a rebirth. So December 4th happens and voila, all these things come into my mind. And I awoke. And from there, it's just been like walking up a staircase every single day. Eight. It's been an interesting vision because I remember one of our first encounters was of me letting you know that you had found the voice you were looking for. You stated that you could tell who was really a teacher by the way they spoke. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in a way you gravitated to me and I was like, I don't really have a voice, but I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was that one TikTok, and I was like, my guy, the voice is there. The voice is there. And I see it. You, you've developed your own collective. How does that feel? It feels pretty cool because the need was never to gain followers or gain so many listeners. It was more like I had this bursting urge to speak out about these experiences because they were inside of me. And in my personal life, no one's going to understand that, right? Because this is what spiritual awakening tends to be. The people around us aren't able to understand what we're going through. So I had this urge just to get this out of my psyche. So I jumped to TikTok and I assumed I was going to turn off comments and all this other stuff because I was going to be, you know, inundated with all this negativity. But it was the complete opposite. I get a slightly not even negative comment, but like uninformed comment, maybe like, every few weeks but it's overwhelming positivity so i feel pretty i feel pretty good about that so far and i'm excited to see where that goes i have to say i'm a little envious um (laughs) (laughs) only because you you too can see that even within my messages i still had hesitation like i still have been trying to find that stage because I recognize I need to ride the middle. I'm, I'm a balanced divine, you know, um, in the sense that I anchor in the dark, you know, I'm an overly emotional person and I didn't get to cross into the light until I met my twin. And so, but because my life has always been written in a movie in my mind, I, live in a very difficult existence is to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so when I started to get writers, for lack of a better term, which is what you are, I was encouraged because I no longer was weird. I no longer, you know, was something that needed to be wearing a white jacket. It was, unless it was by choice, mm -hmm. you know, and so I'm encouraged by you, but your teaching is very broad. Very broad, extremely broad. <laughs> I mean, you can go from astral projection to simple, you know, just transmuting of energy, you know, um, it's very eclectic. Can you tell me how you realized that you were just so passionate about that? And as you do, I'm going to put you on mute to speak to the back, but I, yeah, <laughs> my yeah, kid yeah. is being loud. <laughs> yeah. So I'll do that and you can deal with that. All right. So basically what ended up happening was I kind of just saw this spiritual thing going on for a while before I even had the awakening. And it pushed me away because in every single way, religion and spirituality, I felt like every single bit of it, it was kind of turning people away. But then when you overlap them, I noticed that there was a truth inside of all of them. And that was love. So when I realized that love being the frequency where all of these religions, all these spiritual beliefs, all these things that we believe in overlap, they overlap with love and everything else is dogma. Everything else you can just take out and it doesn't matter. So even if you take Jesus Christ, for instance, his message was love, love, love thy neighbor, the Egyptians, same thing. So it's always there. So I knew that if I were going to walk a spiritual path, it had to be through love because that was the only truth that I could find. And the only way to do that was to be broad and to understand that everybody is on a path, a different path, literally all the people we encounter on a path to enlightenment, uh, all the people that truly exist as human beings, that's a whole other thing, <laughs> are on a path to enlightenment and growth and are walking up the these staircase. Even if they're at the bottom of the staircase, they're walking up the staircase. They'll end up at the top of the staircase. Some of us are in the middle. Some of us are toward the top. Some of us are on a whole nother level on another set of stairs. So right. <laughs> I'm not so there yet. I do want to let my listeners know that you were raised in the church. Sure so was. You know, it's not that you are just coming to this light, you know, just as an easy, whim whimsical move, mm -hmm. you know, to step away from the church. And I and I caution that it's not that you stepped away from it. You accepted the church, but you've now added buildings to your vineyard. And so, you know, it's it's really embracing, as you said, the love piece of everything, which is aligns with what I feel my message is, is building that Celtic breed of community. You know, that just that genuine sense of human, you know, and it's taking what you know and what I know and braiding that together because then that's a foundation that nobody can take away from us, Absolutely. you know? I, I sent you a video on TikTok and I said, remember this video when we speak. And I'm not sure if you remember it exactly, if you watched it in its completion, but that's okay. Because in that message, she states, some of us are healers, some of us are teachers, some of us are leaders. I anchor in the dark. Mm -hmm. I walk them to the teacher and then you walk them to the leader and I meet with her on Monday. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that we are working the same collective, but in that flash, that's where I saw you is in that teacher role mm -hmm. because of the broadness of what you are showing you don't have a problem with Christianity and you can speak that language. To be a teacher, you have to be bilingual. And in this instance, it's a spiritual linguist. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's really what you are. Absolutely. I just want to add, uh, in addition to all the religious stuff, you know, 
there's the science aspect of it too. So a lot of people look at this as a form of technology and I understand it. So I accept that as well. And I add it to my paradigms. So that as well. And like I said, it's, it's so, it's so fun watching you. Somebody's like, Hey, you should go look at this Harry Potter movie. At this time. <laughs> and you like run to the, to that time. And you're like, mind blow. And it takes you down this rabbit hole and you relate it to life and you can find the similarities written within the, the most obscure of spots. And that's what's so fun watching you, you know, but, and you, you do come sometimes from a, where you're trying to be non-threatening. And so you do come off more from a Ferris Bueller teacher kind of tone where mm -hmm. you go, you go monotone. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh, it's, he's not, he's, he believes what he's saying, but he's not confident it's going to land the right way. Right. And I'm being very careful because I don't want to alienate anybody. And I'm, I'm, right. I'm so impressed that you picked up on that because the personality that I put through TikTok, I have to be very careful not to let the warrior Aries in because right. there was that com comment about, oh, you see demons, et cetera, someone made. And I made a whole video about it. And the first video I recorded was actually like, uh, <laughs> so I looked at it and I said, no, don't post right. this go back and i was right. happy with the final product but <laughs> it it's a very difficult spot to be in because we feel pain different mm -hmm. and so we receive it's like we get these negative comments and we don't equate it to the person we're like oh my gosh who hurt you and mm -hmm. then we we attack them back because it's an energy exchange you know and so but it's very difficult and it takes a very, a very astute person to recognize that the true exchange of energy comes from love. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So if I combat your hate with love, people are going to see that you're going to feel that pressure. I don't want that extra attention for you. I don't cause you any misfortune. I'm just saying that some people need to feel it to understand it. And if I maintain love, I've deflected any negative energy that you've sent to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's something that came with practice. And, you know, at first during a spiritual journey, I was very careful about patting myself on the back because my ego was so strong. So right. it, was, it was like, dude, I'm not giving you credit for anything. But then... I noticed so, so many changes. And I said, you know what? You've done a damn good job. You've, you've really grown as a person. We've got a ways to go, buddy, but I'm here for you. And that's the biggest key is the humility. We forget that we're allowed bravada. Mm -hmm. We're allowed bravada. But because of our humility, we then feel guilty for having the bravada. So we do this whole cycle of energy within ourselves. And then sometimes our messages come out askew. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I see it. But I'm starting to recognize a pattern in the people I used to follow. I was like, you're a snake charmer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, but I'm still interested. I, I still listen. I just don't receive it, mm -hmm. you know, because I like to listen to everybody's interpretations of the world because everybody's realities are real. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Absolutely. And so it's just, I'm learning through them. If you say the earth is flat, all right, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I don't, it doesn't matter to me because when I wake up, I'm still going to have to do what I have to do. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. so why fight you for it? And that is what we see a lot right now, even in our communities is this distraction, this unnecessary noise of a reason to hate. Absolutely. Absolutely. And 
I'll be honest, part of my journey was disconnecting from it when I recognized it was background noise to my reality. And it's not really affecting me. And we can go out and jump in the streets and do all these things and pretend that we're saving the world. But for me, saving the world is bringing myself to absolute peace because I do enough harm when I'm not at peace that the best thing I can do is control myself. So you you say that and I want to... I want to elaborate a little bit Mm -hmm. more on that because I have had physical manifestations in which if I deny who I am, if I reject who I am, if I sit in silence for too long, Mm -hmm. I attack myself. Oh, that's so different. (laughs) And it's so weird and I will, I will speak and I'll say this out loud. I gave myself chicken pox. Wow. I don't have any other symptom outside of the itchy and the spot. I don't have any other symptom. But as soon as I called attention to it today, because I actually looked to see what it was, I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like, no, I rebuke you. I I, I rebuke this. Like, no. And it's because I really have been in a lot of denial. I've questioned if I'm intuitive, if I have a gift because of the analytical piece of me. And we don't have a very forgiving community because everybody wants some kind of monetary compensation just to have a conversation. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And I've noticed that in my inbox, it starts with, and I, and I, this is where I, I want to utilize my ego sometimes in that warrior where they climb into my inbox with these long paragraphs and this long story about how they're going to help me, et cetera. But it starts off disingenuous. It's a conversation, but then, oh, well, I'm a QHHT practitioner and you know, I'm going to put you under and for X amount of dollars. And it's just like, you could just do that. <laughs> and I think, you know, not to stroke my own, you know, ego, but when you encounter someone, you know, with my experiences, I would imagine that someone who practices that might be interested just to see what this really is, because initially I wanted that sort of thing, but now I'm feeling like I don't. And then to your point about uh, when you sit kind of in silence, you attack yourself. It's so interesting how we're all so different, right? Because I'm the opposite. If I, my journey has been learning to shut my mouth learning to pull back when i go into myself that's where i find the peace when i go out of myself chaos ensues so i'm learning to balance the two right now but that has been my journey i actually just meditated for real on my own the first time the other day and I was like, I closed my eyes and I saw moving pictures and I was like, I cried. And I was like, the first image I saw was an angel. And I saw the wings. And then a little further back and they're, they're through almost like a, um, on a ship. They're, they're in circles. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, I'm looking through a circle, like on a ship, the windows. But, and so I can't see, I can see the shadow of the image, but I can't see the image itself. And so the second image, so the the angel was just in itself. The image was in that circle and it was a phoenix or a dragon and it was flying. And I just saw the shadow and I was like, I don't know what that means, but I, I accept it. You know, (laughs) that's you, you definitely, I'm not going to go to detail right here, right now, but those are some very specific overlaps to some of the experiences that I've had. So that's interesting that you saw that, especially the, probably the most specific thing was the circle in the ship. I saw that before. So that's really, really great. It's just, and it was really, I wasn't scared. And so last night under the new moon, I had a conversation with spirit. And it's the first time I was like, yo, I get it. But even if I signed a contract, would that not still be control? 
if I have a truly open mind and freedom of choice, the contract mm -hmm. I signed is no longer binding because it's holding me to something I no longer choose to be. <laughs> These are conversations I have every, every day with them. I'm like, no, I don't want it. I'm getting a lawyer, like a fifth dimensional <laughs> lawyer. It's done. <laughs> Obviously, old me was did not have their shit together. Okay, so they they were emotional when they signed this contract. And I accept that. However, we need to pivot. I accept that you've anchored me in the dark. You've allowed me into the light. I'm good. However, this is now what I need to maintain my earthbound existence. <laughs> to do what you need me to do to raise the vibration. It is now a compromise. I have no longer need to prove myself to you. I'm here. I still have work to do. Yes. Healing never healed. But I recognize now that I'm free. So, so it's, it's a really weird space to be in. It is. And these conversations always lead me to the same place. I go, I feel great. They give me all these great things. I have all these power gains, these increases and these level ups. And then I hit a barrier. And the barrier is usually in the form of, I had to explain to someone today about it who claims to experience the same things that I do, but I had to explain this to them. It's like an immense form of energy just pouring down on you, almost like a spotlight shining down on you. And it grows in intensity. It's not... Uh, it's not like there's no heat involved, but it's there's pressure. And the, the brighter like this intensity gets, the more you just feel it in your body. So for me, it's been a journey of grounding and learning to hold all this energy. But also I've asked for it and I've asked for it repeatedly. I the last time right before I was having to ground all this energy for this current round of things that I'm experiencing. I remember being in my basement doing my thing and looking up at what I was seeing and saying, this is boring. Literally, this is boring. I need more. And now I have more and I'm like, oh God, what am I going to do with all this? <laughs> and and it's, and you know, it's, it is that, that humility, right? It's like, mm -hmm. hey, okay, I, I know where we are. I've leveled up. I need a little bit more because as you said, once we've reached the rec, once we've reached the level of recognition of mundane, mm -hmm. our system shut down. And then we can no longer vibrate high. And then we're going to be inclined to be promiscuous and allow anybody into our sanctuaries. Mm. You know, and it's it's that realization. Spirit, this is what you need from us. However, we need this in order to vibrate at this level. Bare minimum. You know, we I don't want I'm not looking to be famous. I'm not looking to be rich. Right. I just want to be able to maintain the existence I had prior to you shaking the fuck out of me. <laughs> me up. And yeah, I'm first of all, I'm going to give you my uh, higher selves phone number once I find it. So you can go, you know, l listen, you know, <laughs> because sometimes and you should see me, you know, no one sees me in these moments where I'm like, I'm not one of those people that records myself meditating next to a tree i'm like how are you meditating with the camera on and all this I, I don't i'm not one of those people and i mean more power to them but when i'm doing these things it can become it can be very very subtle meaning i can just be sitting there quietly or it can be extremely intense where i'm literally in the zone in a trance begging a tree on my knees to help me <laughs> with this. and so this is this is a perfect opportunity to call into light the difference in when in a way that a man and a woman can process these energies Interesting. because I cry. So mm -hmm. the night, the day before the full moon, everything made me new moon. Everything made me cry. Everything. It, it was happy. It was sad. It was, it was a bumblebee. It didn't matter. I was crying. I had so much energy and I was like, what the hell? I'm not sad. Interesting. But, I was releasing all that energy and then I woke up um, with the backbone. 
And I was like, this is who I am. You, your English language associates me to a witch. I don't resonate with that word. When I hear that word, I think of green skin and warts and all of that. So, <laughs> you know, so I don't accept that word. But I have a heart. Mm-hmm. I believe in love. I am a walking testimony that love can protect you. It's not going to make it easy. That's ridiculous to live in that delusional la-la land. Absolutely. But it will protect you. Because if you were in the clouds all the time, there would never be anything to learn. And then you've already succeeded your mission. Why are you still here? Very good question, right? <laughs> Very good question, right? So I, I think that's that's important for the entirety of the spiritual community, however anyone identifies, because it's easy to become toxically positive, where suddenly it's everything's light, everything's love, there's nothing else going on. There's I follow else. I follow another TikToker. I have seen a decline. Mm-hmm. And you can tell those who are in decline where the ego is kind of pulling them back down to the reality. They use the word okay a lot. <laughs> you know, I was meditating okay. And okay, okay, okay. It's like, hmm, you're trying too hard to be right, which is ego. Absolutely, right? Like ego will take over and care. And one thing I noticed on a spiritual journey is I don't care if. What is with I'm the people right. doing the music dancing and they just <laughs> like, what is that? Like, you're not giving anybody any energy. You're just dancing, <laughs> you know, just say here to bring a, a smile to your day. Like you're not. Yeah. And I don't mean to be judgmental, but definitely that's how that's coming out. It's just. We don't have to be right. Just share what you know. Just be in your moment. Enjoy your moment. Share your moments with us. Let us us come in and be part of your community because that's how we build a collective. That's how we build all of the strength that we need underneath us so we are not so dependent on others. Your your work is extremely important. I just had a a realization. So I've been following a lot of... uh, books lately and you know just i'm being guided to these books so people can spam me whatever they want but i'm being guided to these readings and they're happening chronologically meaning whatever i'm experiencing when i tell you when i'm reading these books it's like oh that's what i need to think about today literally this is my experience but something you said resonated with me so there was a sort of a collective in one of these books where the collective was made up of a rainbow of people so it was an atheist it was someone who was part of the clergy. It was someone who practiced Wicca. So it was all these different types of people coming together to form a collective. Because if you think about it, the ultimate collective would encompass all things. Everybody. So that's kind of where my teachings come from. And when I came here, my purpose, my purpose was never to teach, meaning when I came to TikTok, my purpose was to get this energy out of me. But obviously something higher than myself you had another purpose. Learn. You yes. came to learn yes. and you became the teacher. You are a true definition of karate kid. <laughs> I like that one. And at <laughs> first I was letting people suppress me in a way because what was happening was I assumed that my knowledge wasn't great enough. And then as mm-hmm. my experiences increased and I realized that a lot of these people were stuck in their egos, something changed in me because I didn't do it consciously. But one day I just started sharing my truth. It was like, look, I'm not coming here to tell you somebody else's words. And I think what bothers me on TikTok with a lot of the community is I'm seeing people regurgitating the same information. We're all one, we're this, we're that, blah, 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 blah. Or they sit and just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the one. That's the one. There's someone I follow. They have so many followers. So this is where my envy comes in because I'm like, they're not saying anything. They're literally going on YouTube and 
screen recording someone else's videos and putting them here. Like, that's what they're doing. So that bothers me. And I get it. I can cut my videos and make all the, you know, every word you cut, 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 cut. But what I do, I turn on my camera. That's it. That's another way that we are going to be able to tell those who are truly here mm -hmm. from spirit and those who are here from ego. Mm -hmm. Because those who are trying to gain profit off of another man's words, those who are not really bringing anything additional to the conversation, because I've eliminated <laughs> the table. Nobody even eats at tables anymore. Why do we keep that analogy? Like, can we evolve our terminology? You know, like, can I Venmo you some spirit? Because really, it should be that easy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, I mean, spirituality is something that can go on forever because it's an infinite subject. And every day I'm so different. Like if you look at some of my videos from the very beginning of this journey, just five months later, I've increased exponentially. And I felt it in myself and I was thinking about it recently. And at first I had people tell me, oh, you can't say that. These are secrets or whatever and i'm like this is my experience <laughs> like, <laughs> my experience is the secret <laughs> when i when i went into my darker recesses of the darkness you were the only person on tiktok that i reached out to and i was like hey if i go completely dark here's my cell phone number just in case mm -hmm. and it, it was we had had maybe one or two exchanges Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't even anything in depth. We hadn't had any crazy conversation outside of we sync. There's times that our messages kind of say the same thing, almost kind of like the news people, mm -hmm. except for I don't talk to you. And so, you know, and I'm like, OK, I'm paying attention you know, I, there's, there's a connection with this person and it's not that we're going to be hipped forever. It's just a soul connection. We, our stories are supposed to intertwine at some point, which is funny because when I reached out to you, you were like, Oh, I'm busy. I don't ever have time. And I was <laughs> like, my love, you know, spirit sent me so we can, we can do this dance. But you know you're gonna come do this show, so let's not even pretend. <laughs> and that's my mo. That's my mo, and I love that you just pulled me through it because that's me in life, and it's never personal. I have a lot of people reaching out to me on TikTok. Oh, can we chat about some things? Can we do this, and it's just easier for me to just <laughs> say no. <laughs> I'm not like I can socialize. If you see me in a social space, I'm very sociable. So most people assume that's who I am, but really I. I'm a solitary type of person. So, and it's not that it drains me. It's not that it does anything. It's just something about taking the extra step, but I'm glad that I did. And before I, uh, before we continue, I wanted to point out, I wanted to give you some credit. So a video you made once helped shape my message a little bit. So you talked about how spirit has to be, you know, something of the light and the dark. It, it, it's coming from both of these places. So I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but essentially everybody's talking about the light or maybe there's some people that it's only dark. So I realized, Hey, this is important. Darkness is important. So I started to think about my own experiences, which I haven't gotten into yet uh, for another date. I, I may, but my own experiences were dark that led me to this path. And mm -hmm. I still have some of that darkness inside of me. And sometimes I need to pull from it. And it's very important. You can't have this, this, th th there has to be a differentiation, right? Darkness right exist without light and vice versa there needs to be a, a distinction right and i appreciate that thank you i you know i just balance is important Absolutely. and people are so consumed with the desire and the need to be good that they don't realize that there has to be a reflection what is the reflection of good bad it doesn't change the reflection. It's just a reflection. So you've done some bad. You recognize that it was bad. Forgive yourself. Mm. 
And that's really what I feel my message is for everybody. I want to give them the space to forgive themselves. Because I don't hold on to anything that's happened to me. You know, I've shared a little bit of my story and how I came through such a hardship. But I realized that that hurt people, hurt people saying is real. But it's my character that is created in how I respond, not in what is done to me. So I was in that balance of recognizing that I don't need to react the way society expects me to react. It didn't affect me that way. So I'm here to be the person who anchors in the dark because pain doesn't affect me the same way it affects other people. But if you take and take this little jewel and it's missing, I it could devastate my world. You know, it's there's no in between for me. <laughs> But that brings me to the middle of uh, our little talk here in which I introduced a new segment. And in this segment is called my heartfelt moment of the week. And so this week has been very key in people waking up. I've seen it. I've seen a lot more genuine tears that come from the depths of their toenails. And so this this is perfect. Hey, don't write yourself off yet. It's only in your head you feel left out or looked down on. Just try your best. Try everything you can. And don't you worry what they tell themselves. You're away It just takes some time Little girl, you're in the middle of the ride Everything, everything will be just fine It's just perfect, you know, I think it's fitting Especially for this conversation You know, we are at two different spots in our healing journey Um and it's not even healing anymore. I, I really think that that's not a word that gives it enough meaning. Because healing often means wounds. Some of these wounds are no longer wounds. They're just situations that happened. So I can't heal what's already been fixed. I can only expand and create new surface to cover the scar. Absolutely. Sometimes I talk like that. I realize a lot of us do. You do it too, where you have some kind of profound thought as you're talking. You'll just be in a, a total normal rhythm and then all of a sudden, we William Shatner, mm. and we slow down. It's almost like we, we, we're questioning what we're saying as we're saying it, but we know what we're saying is true. We're just like, why did I not think of that before? Yeah, and the difficulty <laughs> is when other people are listening because sometimes I just want to disappear in a thought. And I'm like, there are other people around me, but I really want to stay here. Right. <laughs> And that is so true because, and then, but unfortunately a lot for me, because I've told you, I feel like I'm of that Oracle mindset, mm -hmm. not that I am all knowing because I, I know nothing. That's why I'm an Oracle because I know nothing. I am a dialysis machine of emotion. So then that way, when somebody comes to me, I don't, I'm not, blinded by my past. I'm not blinded by, by my own processes. I'm able to accept them in their darkness. And so 
I recognized that I had to flip all of everything I knew upside down because I do reside in the dark. But I'm a beautiful flame. You know, interpretation, perception is important. But if I speak that out loud and say, hey, I am the goddess of darkness because I am the goddess of chaos, people automatically will assume demonic mm -hmm. background. That's not true. All dark is not evil and all evil is not bad. You just have to have discernment, but nobody recognizes that word anymore. Suddenly it's black and white. No, if it's, if it's not easy for me, I don't want it. Well, if it's easy, I don't want it. Because if it's easy, that means it can easily be taken away. Absolutely. And I caution discernment in all things, right? So, and sometimes people don't understand. So if I'm telling you there's an author or there's some leader that I really enjoy, however, practice discernment, build your own story, build your own reality. I've noticed that sometimes I get uh, some pushback if that person's really uh, famous or really popular. But I mean, such people, is the world, right? <laughs> people expect you to be all or nothing, but that's not fair. It's not fair. So I used to weigh 314 pounds. And I, everybody's like, what was your secret? Well, the first secret was emotional healing. And so, but if I say that, I'm immediately alienated because that's not what they want to hear. They want to hear <laughs> that I took some magic pill and it just magically worked. But then when I tell them that as soon as I realized I was not having an issue with food, it was all within, it was all emotional. It was all this baggage I was holding on to. And that 120 pounds just disappeared over the year. I never exercised. Because you were manifesting the actual, the baggage in physical space. <laughs> but that's not a conversation that you can have with just anyone. But it makes right. perfect sense to me. And it's so funny you mentioned space because I recognize that even in my own home, just in the way that I moved to the microwave one day, I was like, I'm making space even on my countertops. In my room, I changed the direction of the bed recently, and my room suddenly grew. It was mm -hmm. like, I, I've lived here for so many years, but my room feels bigger because of the perception. Mm -hmm. And it's that's one of the biggest things that people have to see. If you are a KKK member, I love you. Mm, absolutely. If you're a terrorist, I love you. I don't have to interact with you. So what you believe does not affect me. So I don't need to tiki torch you in the street. You know, there's room for all of us and come as you are. Absolutely. I think that's important, too, because I keep seeing this message where it's like, oh, this certain person needs these sort of consequences. And I only follow spiritual people. I don't even go to the page looking for like these other videos. So in this spiritual group, it's just like I find these things and I say, wait a minute. <laughs> what is this? This is this is you can't be this enlightened being and have all these uh, all these rules, rules and enlightenment are incompatible i or just want to make that harm on somebody yeah yeah exactly. how can you say that you have drank the kool-aid and still wish harm on somebody because they did harm unto you mm -hmm. like no i need to love you something in me caused you to want to cause me discomfort because there's something missing in you it's not accepting the behavior and people have to recognize that we have to disassociate the person from the behavior. Absolutely. And I work with very, very troubled youth and some of them for the most part is behavioral, but you know, there's all sort of mental diagnoses associated with it as well. And they have trained me so well. They were right in place for this awakening journey because here I was training for something I didn't even know was coming. So it'd be like you're 
I don't know, running a triathlon every day by accident because you're late to work and then you're in the Olympics. So literally these, these kids, they, you know, they're throwing things at us. They're, they're saying the most horrible things to us and then coming back to us five seconds later and apologizing. And you see adults react to that in various ways. And I've even gotten criticism where it's like, Hey, you need to be more stern with them or you need this. And I say, actually, what I need to do is conserve my energy. And I know why they're here. These kids have been through so much tragedy, uh, so much trauma. They're, they're conditioned this way. So for me to react in a way that is not conducive to myself because I want to prove an ego point is a waste of my energy. You know, that's actually a lesson I probably needed right now because I do, <laughs> I do exert a lot of energy as it relates to my children, um, at, especially my granddaughter. Um, only because she's autistic. Mm -hmm. She's also got um, ADHD. She's got undiagnosed social defiance. However, as I'm deep dipping further into this spiritual piece, I'm recognizing it's because she is now fighting a different piece of a generational curse. And because I'm aware I can help her break it. It's not necessarily that she needs the medication. Some people do. However, I no longer am willing to contribute to the cause as the cure. I am now wanting to expand past that because my family is important. And I am open to understanding holistics. I'm open to bringing a lot of that stuff back home. That's where everything is being called to me to come back home. You know, I quit my job at corporate, just quit. No, no plans, no money. <laughs> I'm going to survive. But spirit said, it put the same situation right back in front of me. And it's like, okay, we did this to you before. What are you going to do this time? And I did the opposite. If I was with a group of people, especially as it related to my twin, everybody was telling me to leave him, which only pushed me to him even more because I'm being shown that the conditioned mindset is not the best way all the time. And it's not to say that my twin and I are going to end up together. It's not giving him any special powers or place. It's just, they're not my path. Every time I choose him, I get rewarded. One time spirit gave me the box of chocolates I wanted. <laughs> but nobody truly understands because on the outside they see this guy treating me so badly but they can't understand that that's the 3d piece of it that's the physical piece of it my connection to him is not yet in the physical realm you know when when i met him the he took my words away just by touching me you know, he kissed me and I moaned. And then I, I, there was a lot of things that I did that didn't make any sense. And then he got sick and I fell sick, mm. fell to the floor, full body chills, no explanation. The next day I woke up perfectly fine. He woke up. I was like, oh, he just woke up. I tested it. Did you get some rest? He's like, yeah, I just woke up. And I was like, nope, I didn't sign up for this. Nope. <laughs> but you can't explain that to people who do not walk in that realm because mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense it's magic and nobody can recognize that's why i say i have a saying love is magic i am love so by definition i am magic Absolutely. do you want to be a trick <laughs> and it's it's just the ability to see people you know, I, everybody I just think, wants to be yeah. seen. I can relate to that. Uh, I've, I've done, I don't really have the terminology for these people, you know, like you do, but I've certainly summoned, you know, long-term partnership 
back from my past into my future. <laughs> and it was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess. But, but at the same time, those are supposed to happen too. I have karmic relationship as well because they're a lesson that I haven't learned. And so when I flipped my perspective and stopped taking, taking everything so personal, I took the people out because they no longer matter. If we are to give any credence to the theories, we are just celestial beings in a meat ma mask trying to learn lessons. Yeah. I I walk everywhere. It For this situation, it works. But <laughs> I do not have to adhere to anything other than what my heart tells me to adhere to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if so, one thing that I'm envious with with you is your ability to do that. You know, I am part of my journey is opening my heart because I'm very much up here. And it's part of the reason that I have to deal with a lot of these energies coming here. And it's a lot of pressure because it's all these things I'm experiencing. All the energy is here. <laughs> I need to move so, it. I'm going to challenge you. OK, I'm going to challenge you. And, it, and it's because. I had intended, because you and I are both spiritual, to protect our energies today, like, you know, to not allow our interactions really to intermingle, just mm -hmm. to be safe. And I was like, no, I can't do that because it could have caused a different connection with us. And I do feel that we're soul, we are, we are, we do have a soul connection. And I can't connect to people if their hearts are closed. Mm. So your heart is not closed. You just don't recognize the rhythm. That makes sense. I can feel it sometimes. Like, uh, so, you know, I'm, I feel, I hear, I see, and all these other things without going into detail. But so a lot of energy I can feel up here, especially as the sun sets, that's where it gets really, really strong. But lately I have been feeling it here and here in like my solar plexus region. So I felt a connection directly from my nose. So like it was coming from inside my nose, right directly to my heart. So I think all my- um, I'm gonna give you another grace. Yeah. To, you are both the divine feminine and the divine masculine. And the left side is your feminine because that's where the heart is. And so the right side is your masculine. So the reason you can't feel your heart is because you have to step out of your masculine. And that makes you, sense too. You carry them both. It's just society has trained you to believe as a black man, a man in general, you're not allowed to be vulnerable and so you're fighting that vulnerability. You don't have to. There's nothing you have to prove to anybody. You walk in that confidence already. So if you, and you're not going to just cry on film. So who is it hurting but yourself? Hmm. It's interesting because I can feel that energy coming through uh, lately. And it doesn't make you a girl. But maybe that's the message I needed because these energies that are coming in are very strong and yeah. everything reading, everything don't play. they keep telling me about the heart and it's like, what can I do about this heart? Women don't play. <laughs> it's the heart is beating. It's just in a song you're not used to hearing because you're hearing from your masculine. Mm, interesting. Huh? You know, that's everything you're, you're, you're saying is always going to have like many meanings to me. And, and that's the beauty of our words, right? That's why I'm, that's why I am intentionally ignorant because it's a superpower because I never know what's going to fall out of my fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's beauty because frankly, I listen for messages and everything and you just spoke to a part of something that I've been kind of asking for and I need to know. So when I work with these energies tonight, which is pretty much when I work with everything, uh, 
I have some new tools that I'm going to try and utilize and I'll have to let you know how it works out. Yeah, I just, I really think that you, once you recognize that allowing yourself to step into your divine feminine does not take away your masculinity, you're going to be a powerhouse. Mm. You are going to really be able to speak to so many people because you're going to be able to speak from an emotion that you yourself have never experienced before. And you're going to find it while in meditation. You're going to come out of your meditation and it's going to be beautiful. Those tears, they're ancestral. Just know that. I've, I've felt her love before. Let's just put it that way. In a deep meditation, it came through in the violet light. And it was immense. It was immense. Like my ego was literally attacking me. Like everything that was wrong with me. And I'm like, yo, I have a thick skin. But what the hell? And then this beautiful violet light burst through and it was like, enough. No, this is. I'm kidding. You don't have to be scared anymore. You have the tools you need to handle it. It's time. Wow. I don't know what the fuck that means, but yeah. I do. That's why I'm because I'm like, wait, was it you I was talking to? No, it wasn't. That's why it's crazy because I was just talking to somebody about this. I'm like, this I have this barrier that keeps getting in my way. And I was telling them about, and she gave me this whole like uh she's a hypnotherapist and she gave me this whole like visualization to get through the fear. And I was talking to her about all this fear that I'm having. So wow, that's the barrier. I'm I can feel level two. Let's just put it that way. I can feel right outside this 3D space. And every time I'm almost outside of it, I'm like, nah, I'm scared. <laughs> nah, I'm you scared. are. And it's and it's because you think it's your ego, because you're still in that part of your mm-hmm. spiritual process that you feel that having that euphoria is wrong mm-hmm. because not everybody can have it, but not everybody's meant to have it at the same time you are. Right. That does weigh on my mind as well. I'm like, who am I to be experiencing all these things? It's like, it does feel guilty sometimes because I didn't practice spirituality, but here I am, right? I didn't, I, I don't know anything. I, I sometimes say some stuff that resonates with people and I'm like, yeah, I don't know why I said that, you know? (laughs) And they're like, I do. And I was like, okay, cool. Yay. You know? (laughs) Wow. No, I, And I understand the need of all of this. Wow. I do believe in intention. Like I said, I really do feel that you were put in my path. I don't know if it was just to deliver that message. I don't know. I just know that we're connected. And I I am going to transition because that leads me to the next spot of our journey, which I have deemed the goddess seat. Okay. And so the goddess seat is just me letting you know that I love you. And I know I can say that to you and you're going to receive it because you know it comes from the best of places. And you are exactly where you're supposed to be, my friend, my brother. You are amazing. Your voice is there. Stay away from the Ferris Bueller. We don't like that voice. <laughs> you de- you never have to dim your light because of how it's going to be received. If you ever feel like you're being attacked by a comment, put a filter on it. Don't, don't receive that because that message is just sent to bring you down. You have a purpose. You're a teacher. You are going to teach a lot of people on just how to be open. It's not religion-based. It's not anything-based. It's just based. Yes. And so in that, I just want to give you your flowers and say that I love you and thank you so much for being part of my tribe. I believe you to be amazing. Um, And then just for giggles, I want to... I'm going to ask you a question. 
Okay. And because my, my guest on Monday, I'm going to ask her the same question. I want to show how we are all on the same path, but we interpret life different. Mm -hmm. How do you feel spirituality has helped you? And how has it hurt you? Oh, that's a good question. All right. So as far as help me, it's actually motivated me to uh, follow some paths that I wouldn't have seen before. And it's motivated me to get up and do the things that are in my head. I always have ideas and I always have all these things that I'm sitting on, but I don't implement them. So spirituality has actually motivated me. That voice in my head is like, yo, you're not meant to be sitting here doing this. You're meant to be greater than this. You have the tools. We gave you the resources. We gave you the mind. We gave you the mentality. Do it. So I've been doing it. So in a big way. Um, and as far as how it's hurt me, I miss a lot of the fun I used to have. <laughs> and I feel like. Getting I, drunk. Yeah. No just reason. like a lot. Being drunk all the time. Like it was fun. And, you know, I enjoyed it. And it wasn't. It didn't feel damaging. But now I know for a fact that drinking locks me out. I don't know why it works that way. But it locks me out. I haven't done it for a while, so I don't know how it does on a higher level, but it definitely pushes it down. So all the fun I used to have, I definitely miss uh, just feeling that level of responsibility that I didn't have before. Now I have this level of responsibility. It's like, you know, you know what this is. You have a pretty good idea of what this is. You have an interpretation, at least. This is what is expected of you, and this is what you're going to carry out. And if you know me, I don't like responsibilities, but... <laughs> And it's, it's almost defiant. It's like, you want uh, me to do what? That. Right. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I don't even want to clean my own house. Right. You want me to raise the vibration of a planet? Like, that no. Sounds <laughs> I, I was not in, in Canto. If anything, I was Maribel. I was not, <laughs> you know, I was not the other sister. But, uh, you know, I, I completely resonate with that. I just what we're doing is hard mm -hmm. and it's isolating. And sometimes we do get lost in that because we're trying so hard to be good that we fall into the bad again, but my body won't let me, if I'm here by myself, if I drink, I won't get drunk. I won't get a buzz. I won't do anything. If I smoke weed, I really don't get high. My body won't let me get high by myself. My body will only allow me to appreciate that outside influence if I'm socializing, because that's what their intention is for. And I was like, will you stop being a jerk? I mean, it did come in handy. One time I went camping and I am I am, I'm so vanity driven. I went and used the restroom and it was raining and they had one of those toilets you push into the ground, just the seat you know, so you don't fall. And it was wet. And in my, I hate wet. It, it just, it's just, no, I can't do it. My bladder shut all the way off for over 24 hours. Wow. Because there was no way I was sitting on that toilet seat again. And it made no sense. Why would my body do that? Because I am a true flighter, fright. I'll fly. I'm, I'm out. My yeah. body's like, nah, we're gone. That's so much power, though. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. One last thing before I, I we do a close. Mm -hmm. Do you ever feel that it's unfair because we have to carry the rooms we enter? If we're having a bad day, that office is having a bad day. Mm. I wouldn't say it's unfair, but it moves back into that level of responsibility. We're walking around in a world full of people who Jesus said it best, I think, forgive them for they know not what they do. It's, it's that sort of thing where it's like they're turned off right now, you know, and when I see them, it's not always easy. Some days I do react, but it's part of that responsibility, right? I don't like it. It sucks. It's it, like 
I want to have bad days too. And you guys all have a good day. I want to take your energy for a change. Right. Because at the end of the day, you guys are then taking my energy from my reserves because everybody's in a bad mood. And it's like, I'm just now learning that that's even a thing of transference of energy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know that you and I could talk forever. And I don't want to be disrespectful of your day off because I know your analytical mind needs to tap into your spiritual. So especially now that there's a conversation about to happen. So all of my listeners, you can find Aries on TikTok under Aries Supreme. He's always dropping some knowledge. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Any other location that you are streaming currently? Uh, not not currently. Uh, but if I do add another one, I'll add it through TikTok, so they'll get the message. So and look for that to come soon because Aries is moving to podcasting soon. Watch. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so, uh, just so you know, just before we close, just hang around. And then we'll come back after. So to everybody listening, thank you so much for waking up today. I love you. And be nice. It's easy.